WSL Nation, hello again. Welcome to a special Challenge Cup final edition of the show. We started with 10 teams. We have narrowed it down to two. Uh, one probably seemed obvious from the get-go. The other one, I don't know if you could assume that. If you are, you're a bit of a soothsayer. But we're up for a very, very fun matchup. I am Steve Schwartzman, of course, as always, joined by our resident soccer savant, Mike McPhee. Mike, how stoked are you? Scale 1 to 10 for this final. I'm going to go 12, Steve. Very nice. Solid, solid 12. That's not even a spinal tap. That's like a, that's big time. Goes up no, to 12. Uh, I, I, I'm feeling good in the Rose City. You know, what What can I say? Yeah, done pretty well. 10 points in four, four matches. Not, not much more you could ask for. I mean, you could ask for 12, but you could two, you know. two more points. Um, yeah. yeah, 10's still pretty darn good. I would take that any day of the week. Well, as we had discussed already, we are down to two final teams for the Challenge Cup. The final will take place uh, Friday, as you're listening to this, May 8th, 1 p.m. Eastern on CBS america's most watched network i don't know if they're bumping an episode of like blue bloods or ncis or something like that but your father might be upset everyone's father for not being able to see whatever (laughs) tom Selleck crime show that they were missing but we will get a chance to see the final on cbs which is exciting in its own right the three zero and one portland thorns fc hosting uh new york new jersey or new jersey new york according to the name so uh garden staters don't get mad at me. Gotham FC, uh, two wins, two draws. Came down to the, the final weekend uh, match group play for, for Gotham. And they responded to NC's nil-nil draw with a nil-nil draw of their own. And that officially granted them the East Division. Mike, I'm going to kick it over to you. I don't know if you could call it a tale of the tape or just a quick preview, but just giving us a good scope of what to expect, what we know about these clubs, kind of how things measure up as we're getting things prepped for this final matchup. Like you said, I think the Portland Thorns come in uh, pretty strong. They come in with uh, three wins and a draw in, in their final match. Easily, they had their division locked up in three games. So, so that looks good. They've got a solid attack, robust midfield, and a pretty stingy defense. So there, there's not too many um, Achilles heels in this team, and there's a lot of star power. Gotham, although I think they're a, a formidable force as well. Two wins, two draws. They uh, tied up their division on, on the final weekend, but that being said, it came with convincing wins over the best teams in their division you know they are also one of the league leaders both on the attack and on the defensive end of the field so honestly and when i look at the statistical breakdown of these teams there's actually they're actually pretty comparable so my gut tells me you know portland's coming in with a little bit more headwind but i i think gotham's formidable and i i think this is going to be an exciting match Definitely. Exciting is definitely true. I think it's refreshing in a lot of different ways as well. And because seeing the rise that Gotham has, has built out and the, I think the confidence and the mojo that they brought into this matchup is, is really what makes this intriguing. That said, I don't think it's being over advantageous in saying Portland is probably the heavy favorite. They, the, you know, I think the one big question on their end is they've really yet to be heavily challenged. I mean, they did draw in their fourth matchup 
but we've really yet to see them with their backs proverbially heavily against the wall. And is this a Gotham team that has that in them? I think my question for you, Mike, to kick things off is what does Gotham have to do? What do we need to see if they're going to get a chance at having a successful result on Friday? I think both of these teams have a lot of ability to score, to put the ball in the net. Gotham has one of the scoring and assisting leaders in the entire league. Midge Purse is tied for second place, and Ifyanumanu is tied for second place as the assist leader. And both former Thorns, by the way, facing their former club. So I think they've got a lot of offensive firepower, not to mention Carly Lloyd, you know, national team 2015 World Cup hero. But Portland obviously has those explosive attackers as well. Um, whether that's Lindsey Horan in set pieces, whether that's, you know, the all-time leading scorer, Christine Sinclair, the league leader in shots on goal, Simone Charlie. They've got a lot of different players that can score, Sophia Smith, Morgan Weaver. So back to your question, after, you know, throwing out a lot of names, I think what it's going to come down to for Gotham is on the defensive end. And the good news for them is that between their two wins and two draws, they have three clean sheets. And this is with their backup goalkeeper. I think we were all pretty uh, heartbroken to see one of the best keepers in the league in uh, Kalen Sheridan go down with an injury earlier yeah. in the year. We, we didn't know how, how that would affect them on the defensive end, but Didi Harisic has stepped up in a huge way. I believe she is the league leader in saves. Gotham's defensive roster is is really strong. I'm a big fan of Imani Dorsey, Gina Lewandowski, Caprice De Dasco, Jennifer Cujo, I guess more as a defending mid, but I think that they have really a lot of talent on the defensive end and their three clean sheets out of four games uh, mm-hmm. speak to that. Yes. If they can shut down the Portland attack, I think they stand a real chance at, at winning this thing. Definitely. Uh, it's interesting how well these groups match up when you look statistically, at the very least. I think Portland's been able to find more shots on goal, um, but scoring's pretty even as far as things are considered. Yeah, defensively, I think makes a lot of sense on that end. Gotham's been able to really handle that well with their back line. As far as Portland, I mean, outside of the the line of just saying, you know, play your game, same old, is there anything special you're looking at right now that says this is what Portland needs to pull this together? Is there anything special that you bring to the front or is it really a case of just get out there and do what you've been doing? I think for Portland, it's more a question of execution. I think they know what they need to do. I think their best match was when they played the OL Reign. It was their it was their highest scoring victory, and this one as well will be played at Providence Park. They just executed really well. Their passing um, had high accuracy. They had an explosive counterattack. They were very good on set pieces. I don't think their game plan is filled with a lot of surprises. I think it's just a matter of execution because, like I said, they have. They have the star power and even their underrated players like, like say, Tyler Lucy, Morgan Weaver, Angela Salem in the midfield, Kristen Westfall, Kelly Hubley in, on the defensive end. I think they have so many players that can step up and make a difference that 
as long as they execute their game plan, I think they're the dominant team. Definitely. It's really a balance of finding those pieces. My next question really, and I think we'll just cut to both teams here. If you could pick one key player, uh, like one pivotal player, this will, this match will come down to this individual from each team. Who is that? So maybe let's start with Portland. We'll talk, then we'll talk Gotham. If you're looking up, up and down this roster and you're thinking, you know, who's the one player that's really going to be the impetus or the, the key impact player, or at least someone that you'd really like to see something out of them in getting the result they're looking for. When you're looking at the Storms roster, who is it? That's a really good question because they've seen a lot of different difference makers in various games, but I'm going to give that to, oh, can I pick two answers? I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> um, no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. I'll narrow down to the veteran, our, our favorite Canadian, Christine Sinclair. I think that she has a way of controlling the ball in uh, both the midfield and the attacking third and directing it. And I, I think this is her biggest role as a leader on the field is that she can, she might not be the fastest anymore, but I think she can direct the ball and she just sees where the attack needs to happen. And she, she can distribute really well to those moving pieces, either out on the wing or head back to the midfield to someone like Lindsay Horan. I, I think she's extremely effective as, as a leader and a opportunity creator there. No, that's an interesting thought for sure. And just the model of consistency, which is what I think they need. I like that a lot. Um, is this player for you? It's an interesting case because I think immediately my thought would go to, we have three players who've played over 300 minutes uh, in this case. I'm going to pick one of them. I'm going to go with Megan Klingenberg. Has Love played it. 320 minutes, has only two shots, no shots on goal has one of the few assists on record for the team in these four matches. There's only been three players that have registered an assist, but that we haven't seen her really in a, in a situation to make that level of impact. Now she has been more than valuable across the pitch in several different ways. That's, that's not for me to, to call off her ability to establish corners, especially because she leads the team by a, a wide margin there. But, it, you know, I think that's the case of when you're looking at some of those classics that are coming off of this team, that's one that really stands out. You know, we've we've really only seen limited bits of Crystal Dunn, so it's hard to call her out there. Uh, her aunt's a similar situation, so she was who immediately came to mind. I love that answer. And she was she was my second one that I that I had thought about as well. Perfect. set piece architect which is where they are so intimidating and one of those players that kind of goes under the radar but is so key to pushing the ball forward and putting it where it needs to be absolutely agree with you there let's talk gotham here because this has yeah. been such an intriguing team with all levels of heroes but when it comes down to that dynamic piece who are you calling out here you know i can't go anywhere but midge purse i think she has been yeah. so so crucial to this team. She is a disruptor, but she has such a powerful counterattack. She's got the speed, she has the vision, and just a lethal shot. You know, she has been absolutely crucial to this team's success. And playing against her former club, I, I don't expect anything than than her best. So I'm I'm very excited to see how how she does. 
I love that. We talked about my immediate thought was was to call it Lewandowski, but we've talked about defense, and I feel like she's been she's got that unlocked. That said, very similar case to Klingenberg and also to players like the Crystalton and whatnot. We have watched this team score in a lot of dynamic ways. We've seen Carly Lloyd find a way into the net. Midge Purse has been absolutely phenomenal, and I totally agree with you on that take. That would have been my first pick, too. But, man, if Gotham pulls this off, we got to see Kawasumi in the net, don't we? Oh, I love like that. We've, we've got we've to get her in a position to put this together because oh. she, she has two very – quality shots on goal but hasn't been able to pull that together yet hasn't even registered an assist which is very much not her so knowing that she hasn't had the the scoring level offensive impact while she's been impactful in other ways I feel like that's something that is a point of heart for Gotham and I'd, I'd love to see her step up in that level but this is different it's an interesting team because their minutes distribution is very different <laughs> they have many oh, a player fair. over 300 I uh, think says a lot about their coaching too is that it's yeah. it's creative and unpredictable but in a good way I, I mean you know sometimes it's about managing minutes or injuries or things like that but I, I I think I love some of their coaching decisions I don't know how you do it though Steve you you always manage to pick out the underrated players Kawasumi amazing yeah I I think she stands out you know the only other player that I'd thought of immediately is probably iffy she's definitely paid her dues uh with two assists i definitely um, want to give a lot of credit to the to the keeper duty heresage um mm-hmm. i think she's been key yeah definitely i i think this has been in, in ways a surprising team but in a lot of ways it's just been a lot of fun to see their overall rise that said i think we've gone through this by every single angle i think we need to just come out with it and do this mike We've got a final on Friday. We'll have a Challenge Cup champion by, let's say, 3 p.m. Eastern. So who is it? I'm giving this one to the Portland Thorns, two to one. I'm gonna, I'm also, I'm gonna give this to Portland as well. I'm gonna give it to him one nil. I this feels like a very, a very late present situation. I, I'm thinking yeah. eight, 80th minute plus. Ooh, um, yeah. Portland will find find one in the net. Um, the the one thing that does concern me is uh, Gotham. Gotham's scoreless run in that final match did lead to cause for concern. And, and I'm hopefully they have a different level of urgency. I get it when you're trying to protect your points to, to win a division. So I'm not calling that out completely, but I just didn't see the same fluidity. I'd like to hopefully, hopefully they come with that level of urgency, but That's uh, true. that said, I see them holding their own on defense, but as we know with Portland, their firepower is so immense they've been able to put chips into barriers uh, in ways that no other team can possibly do and that's where i see it happening is wearing them down late late in the match could be another morgan weaver type miracle heave we'll have to see uh but that's that's where i see it and i'll, I'll give this one to portland as well i love it fantastic well mike that's that's really everything for the, the setup here uh, as we talked about before when it comes to the regular season we're not quite sure as a program where things look right now and you can blame myself and my family for that as we'll be, <laughs> I'll be on leave while we're uh, welcoming our, our daughter into the world. So it's a very much how, a sorry, not sorry thing. Uh, I how don't, dare you, Steve? Yeah. Podcast is first. Well, and I've asked the baby, um, you know, currently in utero, but I've, I've asked her if she would be interested uh, in co-hosting for that time. I just had to hear back. I, I don't have a response yet. So no. you know, we'll see okay. how we'll see how that goes. Or that comes first. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So so we'll see uh we'll see how that goes. We'll have some information on that as it comes. 
that said, we really appreciate the your ear and your support throughout this process. The opportunity to enjoy another Challenge Cup as always. You can find us on Twitter at NWSL Nation Pod. Um, you can find us anywhere your podcasts can be listened to. Feel free to, uh, and right now, currently on the WNBA Nation feed uh, for certain reasons. Of course, if you're listening there, if you want to listen to their show, you can go to at WNBA Nation Pod and anywhere those pods can be found. Feel free to leave a five star review uh, and your own comment and review. We definitely would love to hear uh, how you've enjoyed the program and anything that we can do to continue to make the process and experience more enjoyable for you. Uh, Mike, is there anything else you wanted to bring to the table before we? put a bow on this and get ready to see the final of the challenge cup no i'm excited for this it's been a fun challenge cup yeah love the journey love chatting about it with you steve yes this has been a uh, fantastic to get back into the swing of things of course we've got this we've got a regular season and then for goodness sake it just might be olympic time if uh oh. uh if uh, good old tokyo ha- has its act together by by then all our best to that part of the world but it sounds like the olympics will still be happening and we may very much be seeing some metal rounding coming around. We'll see how things go. So a lot to be excited about. But before all that, we are going to crown a Challenge Cup champion. And until then, thank you so much for being here for this rendition of an NWSL Nation. Until we talk again, I'm Steve Schwartzman. I'm Mike McPhee. And we'll catch you next time. 